This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds. Benson Burners, my name is Doug. This is Doug Loves Minis. The show that is not doing the DLM 366 Movies Challenge this year. Uh, I've moved on to the DL Challenge. And no, that's not to watch the all of the works of DL Hughley. A man I do enjoy. It's the Disneyland challenge where I'm going to attempt to go to Disneyland 20 times in 2016. Maybe I should have made it 16 times. Well, 20 works. At least I'm not going with 2016 times. Coming to you from Mini HQ in Los Angeles, California on Wednesday, January 27th. Doug's Plugs. Tomorrow night, if you're lucky enough to have tickets for Sarah Silverman and friends at Largo in Los Angeles, you'll be seeing me as one of her special guests. I'd say the least special of all of her special guests. It's going to be a great night. And then... Friday I'm off to San Antonio where I'll be doing a show Saturday afternoon at the LOL Comedy Club. Ticket sales have perked up considerably, so thank you San Antonio. Be sure to bring your name tags. This is your audition to getting the, the both the club and the attendees are all auditioning to get their very own Douglas Movies taping in San Antonio. Sunday's DLM in Austin, Texas at Cap City Comedy Club is sealed out. I assume that the uh, Master Pancake Show the next night that I'll be sitting in on as a special guest is also sold out. Tuesday, February 2nd, if you're in Los Angeles, please come to the debut taping of Julian Loves Music at the UCB Theater on Franklin Avenue at 11 p.m. The next night at that very same theater on Wednesday 3rd at 8 p.m., Doug Loves Movies returns with, I think you'll be happy with that particular lineup. Let's take a look and see how you guys are doing with the DLM Challenge 366 movies in 366 days. Tweeted me mere three minutes ago Shuts up, shuts, shuts a palooza, shuts a palooza. Number 23, The Boxer, Old School Day Lewis. Great film, four out of five. Well, that's how you, so a great film gets four out of five. So what gets five out of five? A greater film than a great film? I mean, I'm not judging your system or anything. Whatever works for you. Dustin Golf. Goff. Apologies. G-O-F-F. Saw for movie number 26, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. And wrote, A Bloody Good Time. Oh, how I miss thee, Alan Rickman. Yeah, he was great. When we played his name on Last Man Stanton, did we forget? Sweeney Todd? Feels like we might have. Richard underscore Lynn 19 for movie 27 saw the other one, The Long Strange Trip of Bob Weir. 
Bob Weir, you just learned your, earned yourself another fan. Maybe I should check that out. Gerber Baby Gabe for movie 33 saw I Am Comic, cool documentary that talks about the mind behind the comedian, directed by a comic. Yeah, that comic, Jordan Brady, is a uh, past and future guest on Doug Loves Movies, and he made a sequel to I Am Comic called I Am Road Comic, and I'm in that one, uh, talking about my love of roller coasters. <laughs> Uh, Tangerine Rabbit for movie number 21 saw The Book of Life really liked the art was a visually fun movie typical kids movie 3.5 stars yeah I couldn't get into that one I, I, I did like the look of it but I just didn't care for the story or anything that was happening A Study in Beer saw Anomalisa for number 30 now there's an animated movie that I really enjoyed uh, he says who thought a puppet's midlife crisis could be so goddamn compelling? Wow. Wow, indeed. Friday and Scoobs saw for movie 15, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Major bummer and way too long. <laughs> I love that movie personally, but I could see where it could traumatize a person. Same with the play. I've seen the play uh, a few times, and uh, uh, one of the times it was amazing, and the other times it was, you know, it was all right. But uh, I thought the movie was pretty good. Uh, there, there, Huey, the, oh, the R. Huey, H-U-G-H-E-Y, for movie number 11, so you're a little behind there. Uh, Copenhagen, weird little romantic film, better without reading the synopsis that gives too much away. I don't, yeah, I, that, it's on uh, Netflix? I think I've seen the, I've, it feels like I've seen the movie because I've watched so much shit on Netflix last year just to make this thing work. Uh, but I don't think I saw it. Malcolm underscore Irvin saw movie 44... Three and a half stars for Where the Sidewalk Ends. And then uh, you can go to his letterboxed and uh, he gives full full review of Where the Sidewalk Ends from 1950 with Dana Andrews and Gene Tierney. I'm pretty sure I never saw that. Crash Onista saw movie number 38, no, no, a documentary. Doc Ellis pitched a no-hitter on LSD. It's straight out of Compton meets 42. Yeah, I've heard about that guy doing that, and uh, I would like to watch that at some time. Yesterday, even though I'm doing the uh, Disneyland challenge, yesterday I uh, decided to go to Universal because I'd still never seen the, the part of the tour where they do the... Um, King Kong 3D, and then they've added the uh, two, f you know, Fast and Furious. I forget what do they call it. Um, damn it! I've got the guide thing here. Fast and Furious Supercharged. And it says on the front, new ride, but it's actually just part of the uh, tram tour. The tram goes through a, a tunnel or a series of tunnels. Uh, it's in the spot where they used to have the corny, um, oh, what was it called? The uh, Glacier 
tunnel or whatever, where the, where the tunnel would spin, it would make it seem like the tram was going upside down. That's the thing. Let's just talk about the tram tour first of all. One thing that's great about it is they've got these newfangled uh, monitors on the uh, tram so that the driver can show you clips from movies that take place in the different uh, spots on the tour and the different you know sets that you see uh, certain streets and stuff. They're like, here's some movies that it was in. And uh, that's pretty cool. Then they have some kind of cornball Jimmy Fallon bits where he's like helping co-host the uh, tour. As, as you're getting onto the tram, there's a big sign that says that Jimmy Fallon hosts the tram tour, but he doesn't really. He just kind of pops up here and there. Uh, it's not hilarious, but it's also not uh, terribly annoying. Um, but the tram tour is weird now because... When you go through the Fast and Furious, it's pretty cool, and it's got The Rock and uh, Vin Diesel, and Tyrese Gibson is still supposed to be the smooth-talking guy, but the shit he says is never that smooth and never that helpful. Uh, <laughs> he gets They say something about him doing something, and he goes, uh, do you know how long it took me to iron this shirt? Is his reason for not wanting to do something, and uh, he's wearing one of those fashionably super wrinkled shirts. So I don't even know if they even double checked with wardrobe about the dialogue uh, in the bit. But it's once they get going and the cars are racing around and Vin Diesel's jumping off a helicopter and saying stuff to the tram like I got this. Like you know, I love I love when there's just a crazy action sequence going and people are just having casual uh, comments to each other like while hanging from a helicopter and um, so that's really fun and the King Kong 3D is pretty fun and in both cases you know they they thrash the tram around and the visuals are very exciting and it's all in 3D so it looks really cool and then on the same tram tour you go by uh, you know you go to uh, Cabot Cove uh, <laughs> where they shot uh, Murder She Wrote and, um, and it doubles for Amity Island and uh, at a lake this stupid fake looking Jaws thing comes out of the water and it just you know it's not scary at all and looks so lame and uh, and then there's the earthquake tunnel there's a, there's a sound stage you go into and then there's an earthquake and again like it's, it's uh, physically like it used to be cool but now they've trumped themselves they've topped themselves with the King Kong thing and the Fast and Furious so these other things seem outdated and corny by comparison but I do recommend the tram tour you get to go down Wisteria Lane as they like to refer to it they don't mention that that's where the Burbs was shot that's what I prefer to uh, think of when I'm going down that street you get to go by the house from um, best little whorehouse in Texas at one point you see the house from the great outdoors remember that with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd uh, I think those two guys were in it uh, the house from that movie is still just sitting out on the, uh, the the back lot there did I mention I was a tour guide briefly a long long time ago and that was my favorite thing after the Jaws thing after we go by that I'd say that's something you don't see every day I do, which I stole from, that's a line they used, they say on the uh, Jungle Cruise. Did I mention I'm going to Disneyland today? <laughs> um, all right, so there's the Mummy Ride at Universal, a fun roller coaster. 
Uh, Jurassic Park was closed, I assume, because maybe they're changing it all to Jurassic World or adding Jurassic World stuff to it, or maybe it's just a standard uh, refurbishing. That's the interesting thing about Universal. Between the shows and the rides, if you go on a slow day, you can do pretty much everything. You can get it all in. Um, if you go on a busy day, I recommend the uh, front of line pass. is probably pretty good. I had it yesterday, but it, it wasn't that effective, really. A lot of the lines were pretty short anyway. It was just sort of like I get to walk in my own private area and then uh, get up to the front of the line and then wait for a minute and get on the ride. So I did like the mummy roller coaster. I did it like three times. Uh, the Despicable Me ride, uh, Minion Mayhem is pretty fun. It's got, you know, Gru and the Minions and you get bashed around a lot. And I'll tell you one thing about every uh, ride at Universal spits water or swats water or splashes or drips water. Like they are constantly putting water on you, which, you know, and there's an area for kids that's just like, you know, you know, you've seen those things where the water jumps up out of the uh, out of the ground and the kids play in it and like it's fun because they don't know when the water's going to come out. Like uh, Universal, they just have an area where like it's just a de deluge and the kids can just run into it and just get fucking soaked. Speaking of water and getting soaked, the Water World show is probably the best live actiony kind of show in any amusement park uh, that I've ever seen. Uh, it's still pretty entertaining. It's, you know, the set is amazing and there's lots of explosions and jet skis and stunts and, you know, people falling and uh, good, good, good fight choreography. Um, just really fun. And I also enjoy Sorry PETA uh, and all the support PETA because I'm sure they're against this as well. I love the animal actor stage where they have the dogs and birds come out and... Uh, cats and mice and all sorts of different animals, you know, just doing behaviors that they learned for, uh, for motion pictures. And if you have the front of the line pass, in the case of Waterworld and Animal Actor Stage, there's like a bonus show on both of those shows that it gives you a little bit more behind the scenes info on how the shows work and a little, little extra uh, show action. Like they uh, let us get a much closer look at a really cool owl uh, you know the one from the Geico commercial and then there was also a dog named Brutus that I got to uh, got to take a selfie with him while he sat perfectly still while the trainer was right there like looking at him like if you don't take a picture with this guy you're not gonna get a treat so I don't know if those dogs like being in those shows and if they're treated well or not but uh, the little bonus show on that was cool and then the bonus show at Waterworld was um, the uh, two of the cast members just kind of come up closer and show you like show you how the guns are made out of rubber and they show you how fight choreography works and how some of the actors in the show they're they're like the deacon the bad guy is a actor that's doing all of all of his lines but other actors in the show are just you know lip-syncing to uh, a pre-recorded uh, dialogue and then at one point the deacon catches on fire and does a high fall into the water and uh, that's a uh, a stunt double that's the only actor in the show that has a uh, double great story Doug 
why don't you tell them everything so they don't even have to bother to go. But here's, and The Simpsons Ride, I did not go on on this time, but it's it's pretty fun. Same with Shrek 4D, Shrek 4D, I didn't go on that. Um, but those are pretty entertaining. And, oh, and Transformers, the ride, is so much more entertaining than any Transformers movie, cartoon, any Transformers thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the ride is so much more fun and short and, you know, and easy to follow the action. <laughs> it's not a Michael Bay ride. Uh, so, yeah, so that was my day at Universal. And, oh, most exciting part is I'm going to be going back to Universal after April 7th because that's when the new... Uh, West Coast version of uh, Harry Potter Land opens up, and uh, I gotta check that out. You could see Hogwarts and uh, the tops of the buildings in Hogsmeade uh, already, but there's a big wall around it because they're still finish. You know, they're still finishing construction. In fact, it looks like they're a little behind. Like they got a lot of work to do to open on April seventh. All right, I've yapped long enough. I'm going to Disneyland. You guys keep up the movie challenge, and I will follow you. Awkward Ninja 17 said that uh, Room was his movie number 30. The less you know about this one, the better. Just watch it. I agree, Awkward Ninja. And as always... Trailers that show everything, which is most trailers these days, are a shithead. This is Douglas Mini.